This is a podcast from the Business Times. Everyone everywhere is trying to figure out how to reach younger audiences, regardless of business sector. This is an important market for many, and newsrooms are no different. But young audience consumers of news don't consume it the same way previous generations have. So how do we reach them? Welcome to Editor's Talk, a podcast series inspired by the Business Times column, Off the Record, and Clarissa Montero. In conversation with me today, Vivian Shao, Young Audience Editor at the Business Times. Vivian, welcome to the studio. Hi Clarissa, great to be here. So let's jump right in. Tell me, what is Young Audience? So maybe just to give some background, right? I'm the editor of Try, which is the Young Audience Initiative of the Business Times. So in that context, we are referring to young adults aged 18 to 28. So Gen Zs who are tertiary students and first jobbers. So we started our first newsletter and social media channel, Thrive underscore BT, on Instagram last November, which makes us less than a year old. So I've talked about what your young audience means to BT, but I think the bigger question is why? So why is BT now focusing on young adults? First and foremost, it's because we see a need for it. So Try focuses on three key content pillars, money, career, and personal development. We are well aware that there are many free resources out there that focus on, say, personal finance, but most are trying to tell you something. So this impartiality that Thrive aims for is quite lacking in the market and we want to meet this need. So that's the first part to why BT is tapping on the young audience segment. The second part to this question is with regards to the sustainability of the paper. So BT readers are typically in their 40s or 50s, more than half are male and typically in financial or professional services. So what we are trying to do with growing youth reach is to future-proof the BT brand so we can cultivate them as future BT subscribers. Sorry, that's a very long answer for a simple question. (laughs) It's not a simple question. Young audiences, the difficulty with young audiences and, and any business wants to be able to reach a younger audience, their consumer of the future, they can be quite fickle. So give us some insight. What are the unique challenges you face in reaching out to this specific demographic? So as you may be aware, the scene is very saturated. There are many websites and social media pages out there that push out financial or career-related content for young people out there. Getting Mindshare is not easy as there are so many options out there, right? So this is related to another challenge we have, which is what we want to be known for and who are we? It took us a while to resolve our identity crisis. So as we were both from BT, the question remains, how closely do we want to align with our parent brand? Is it uncool or cringe to be associated with BT? So these are the kind of questions... Or is it cool? (laughs) (laughs) So these are the kind of questions we needed to answer ourselves, right? Before we can successfully reach out to young adults. So otherwise, we just appear kind of schizophrenic, right, to people who view our content. So I think we are getting better at this consistency, but it took us some time. Also, at the same time, since we are new, I often tell my team to try it out and see if things work. If they don't, we'll just scrap them. We don't have legacy issues and the stakes are still low. So the time to experiment is really now. Another key challenge that we face, right, is that this demographic is quite varied. So in my team, we have several Gen Zs. 
and their interests are not quite the same. So who do we target? For now, we haven't really narrowed it down as we are still new and we want to have more followers. But people who we imagine will be future readers of BT is a good start. So some examples would be young adults who are interested in investing or those who think deeply about their relationship with work. So people who are curious about what's uh, happening in the world, these are the people I think we want to target. Okay. These are the people that we want to target in podcasts as well. Not necessarily the same age group and demographic, but people who are curious. This generation we're talking about, they are very, very tech savvy. I see that as an opportunity from where I sit. I could be wrong, but does that mean things like AI hosts, for example, will be something they are more welcoming of? I ask for podcasts as well. (laughs) So... I think we really enjoy experimenting, right? So, of course, uh, playing with technology is nothing new to us. When there was all this news about ChatGPT taking away jobs, the team was actually playing around with it with different prompts to get content. So, for example, we use ChatGPT to explain the Singapore budget by using SpongeBob analogy. And we used a clip of it in the reel. And our value add was that we were able to make corrections and clarifications to to the content that was produced. And the end result was even better, right? Because we used the creativity from both tech and from our team as well. And it was also going viral on TikTok because it's a trending, it was, it was trending at that time and the video did very well. So I don't think my team is afraid of technology, to be honest. Everyone seems to be very on board and trying things out. And I think I really love this energy. What about the audience? Mm. Do they enjoy your experimentation? Is that something they expect from you? I'm not sure if it's something they expect, but as you know, trends are a big thing on social media if you want to get your video out there, right? So if you follow things that are trending, like ChatGPT at one point was was trending. So our team experimented with it and it did really well. And even people outside of the newsroom were were telling us that they think we are kind of going in the right direction. So that's quite heartening to know. Okay, so what's hipper to the young audience? ChatGPT or Google Bard? Actually, I think they're both a bit passier. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, that proves right there that I am not a young audience. Still to come, we look at creating loyalty with a young audience. Is it even possible? We find out ahead. Lens on Singapore, a monthly podcast series from the Business Times podcast team on current affairs, societal issues and government policies explored through the lens of how it impacts us here in Singapore and in the region. Anchored by Clarissa Montero and Howie Lim, every third Monday of the month. And now, back to Editor's Talk from the Business Times. We are back with Vivian Xiao, Young Audience Editor at the Business Times. Let's talk about loyalty. Young audiences, regardless of generation, have a reputation for being changelings. They love something today. It's passé, as you say, tomorrow. Perhaps it makes perfect sense because it is the age of exploration and experimentation. So... How do you create loyalty amongst them? At this juncture, because Thrive is so new, it's about building the brand. Not against that. 
So one thing we say a lot in Thrive is that we are interested in creating a community. So it's not so much about passively pushing out content, right? But making sure it's an interaction. People can respond to us and we hear them and they know that we are hearing them. So because we know it's a saturated market with so many options out there, we want to be relatable and useful for young adults. So we aim to create content for them that will actually address issues that they are facing or enlighten them on something they don't know about in a way that's not threatening, right? At the heart of it is creating thoughtful content that can educate and also entertain. Otherwise, they will just move on to the next thing because, as you know, there are so many options. So when people know what Thrive stands for and actually think our content is helpful to them, we would be able to get them into the habit of reading our content either by clicking our newsletter, reading it every Friday, or engaging our, with our posts on social media. So that's what we are working towards. Okay, but if I was trying to figure out how to create more loyalty amongst a younger audience podcast audience, what do you think I should be doing? I think you should be looking at your numbers, like data and analytics. And before that, you have to do a lot of market research. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Well, that's helpful, Vivian. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, gen- that's kind of not my generation. So everything I do, I rely a lot on uh, analytics. <laughs> right, right. Okay. Now, in podcast strategy, we're still on that, of course, because I'm trying to pick your brain. I am constantly looking at the data to guide my decisions. And you said you do the same thing, right? These point to tweaks I might want to make to the content and presentation of our lineup as far as podcast is concerned. How does data and analysis help you? So we rely on that quite a bit. Even though a lot of our team members are Gen Zs, we don't just go with what we feel is the right direction, right? But isn't that so much of Gen Z, it's all about how it feels. Not so Playing devil's much. advocate. <laughs> <laughs> because they are so different. It's a whole age range and someone who's 18 will feel very differently compared with someone who's 28. Mm. So what helps us is to look at uh, data analytics, right? So we have a weekly meeting every Monday. During our editorial meeting, we keep track of what's doing well and what's not. We look at follower growth, how many percent has gone up, and which posts or formats in particular are popular. So this is for both Instagram and TikTok. We also look at engagement and which category tends to do well because Thrive has money, career, and life. We, we track which is more interesting to them as well. And then we look at next steps so we don't just navel gaze, right? Oh, this is uh, something that's interesting. We look at what we can do with that. So that's for social media. And for newsletters, we track their open rates and click-through rates and the number of subscribers as well. And we also have events, so we do a lot of outreach. And we always make sure we have a survey to get the sentiment on what young adults want. So personally, data is very important to me because we don't want to be seen as making calls from a silo. <clears throat> I mean, how we feel in a newsroom might be very different from how people in general, out there feel. So we, we really use a lot of data analytics for our decisions. I'm curious, you say you use uh, surveys when you have your events. Does this young audience actually want to answer surveys? Or do they mind? Well, we give them a freebie if they... I <laughs> see. <laughs> that certainly There is a carrot. Of course. 
course, there must be a carrot for everything. <laughs> But yes. All right. What do you hope to achieve in the new year with your young audience team? So in general, our objectives remain quite similar as we are still very new, right? We are less than a year old. We want to grow brand awareness, increase engagement with the community with both online and offline touch points, and grow our subscriber base. So some things that are top of mind for things I want to do, chief among them is focusing more on reels. So video is how a lot of people consume information these days. So I really think we need to ramp up capacity on that. So we are hiring on that front. So for newsletters, we also would like to experiment with some special edition newsletters or even a referral program. So we are hoping we can do this by the second half of the year. And events-wise, it's a bit tricky. We see the need for it, but resource-wise, we are also quite strapped because it really uh, entails a lot of effort and planning. So for that, we are hiring as well, so we can organize more events and to reach out to more young adults and to build our community. So these are the main things that we are looking at. What's your personal goal for next year? Surely, as the editor, you have your own personal KPIs that that you need to meet or want to meet. Vanity goal, maybe. Well, do you have a magic number? We do have team KPI numbers that we need to hit, and actually, my KPIs are very much tied to that. But I guess personally, I hope to maybe. Grow my skills as a manager. <laughs> Managing a team of young adults is uh, not easy, and it's been a great experience. But I'm hoping to kind of grow on that front. Good luck! It sounds like you're doing all the right stuff so far because everyone has very positive things to say about our young audience team at the Business Times, and I look forward to being able to collaborate with you at some point in the future. Thank you. We've been talking with Vivian Shaw, young audience editor at the Business Times, and Clarissa Monter for Editors Talk. Join us next month for more insights from an insider's perspective of the media industry. This is a podcast by the Business Times. Find more BT podcasts at businesstimes.com.sg/podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.